Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark, and you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And today we're talking about minute number 61 of Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is going to start with Diana telling Batman that the ancient power came here once before, and then the minutes are going to end with uh, that very leader of that, uh, that their dark side jumping from, well, he's not dark side yet. We'll get to it. Uh, jumping from one of the, one of the Armada ships. Um, because Nate, we're here talking about that their age of heroes. We're finally in this little flashback Lord of the Rings moment of the film here. Um, I think it's really man, cool. I do want to point out. I was I was gonna I was gonna say I think it's no, really no, cool. Go for it. <laughs> um, so like the t- the title of this whole chapter was Age of Heroes and stuff, and it's really kind of bookended, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, obviously, because we do see the Age of Heroes in present time still figuring their shit out, uh, trying to come together yeah. and 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 all these things, especially with Aquaman and you know his whole storyline and stuff. Um, Wonder Woman as well when she sees the mural and everything like that. So we do get good looks of uh, the newer Age of Heroes and then immediately bookend it with what, like, the title, in my opinion, what the Age of Heroes would actually be representing would be this time here. Yeah. Which is kind of cool because it's, it's, it's both. It's, you know, in the present we're in the Age of Heroes, the reemerging of the heroes, and then this was the Age of Heroes in the past. So it's, it's a really good bookend, bookended chapter here. Yeah, it like you know if they had gone the miniseries route, this would be a fantastic episode. Just the way it starts and the way it ends. Um, this here, I mean, yes, we saw this back in 2017, but it's different. It hits different this time. Even the way it starts is different. Like and. In the other version that we saw, we didn't get to soak in the fact that Ares is here, the fact that Zeus is here. Who are they? Um, Why are they all together? It's like they just started fighting. Um, Wonder Woman in that version doesn't explain how important it is that these different organizations come together. Um, And that's one of the things like because we're going to be talking about this for most of this week, this minute right here, what she talks about is really just about us uniting. That's what's important here. And I think it's really important, you know, when I was looking at it, I was like, what she's saying is important. She says here, like, our histories taught us to to never join each other to never trust each other, to never fight alongside each other, and that we should always fight apart and against each other. She doesn't say that, you know, it changed, at least not yet in this minute, but everything in the history of our world taught us to never do this, to never trust each other, and here we are doing it. The Atlanteans, before their descent into the sea, the Amazons, before their betrayal and enslavement, um... Like, all the gods, heroes from across the stars, like, different guardians, which 
I'll save the stuff about the Green Lantern because that's a super deep cut. We'll get into it when that Green Lantern has its moment. But it may even be more than just a Green Lantern. Kara Zor-El might be in here and we might not know it um, because that's still a secret that Zack Snyder is still holding on to. Or the other um, Kryptonian that we we have no idea where that guy is um, in the crash Kryptonian scout ship. Because this would have been around that time that the Kryptonian scout ship landed here. Hmm. And who knows, maybe that Kryptonian scout ship also led Darkseid here? It's, you know, there's a lot of questions. But she does say that different guardians from across the stars came here as well to help us here. Because Darkseid and their armada, like, they just come planet to planet, just conquering things. Um, so it's very impressive. I took the Guardians from the Skies. I, I, I only took that as just lanterns. I, didn't, I wasn't even thinking about a Kryptonian that could have, that could have been here. Um, that's a very fun school of thought to entertain. And being yeah. that like he wasn't particularly seen at this battle doesn't necessarily mean that he wasn't there or wasn't on Earth at that time. Um, or uh, he just they that Kryptonian just just wasn't present at the battle. I don't know. Hell, maybe the Kryptonian got captured by Darkseid and taken up, taken back to Apocalypse, and maybe we'll get a uh, berserk type Kryptonian. That'd be neat. Not maybe. What if that was the? It doesn't matter. Um, it's fun to maybe try to. These... <laughs> uh... I was going to say, maybe one of these Greek gods is the Kryptonian. Maybe we just don't know it. And maybe their DNA is somewhere in our in, in the human uh, anatomy now. Thus creating metahumans. Hmm. Fun. These are all really fun part thoughts. Of our, I didn't even think about... Part of our where, lineage. I didn't even think about where that Kryptonian ship, if it was, uh, when it would have been here, you know? At this point, or even... 20,000 years ago. It has to be here. So in the comic, in the prequel comic, when he walks out of the scout ship, there are Neander- ne- Neolithic humans. Mm-hmm. I don't think that timeline makes sense. Because... A Grecian and we're not trying to say he's and, and all these Vandal tribes Savage exist. Either. Yeah, no, that's too much. Unless they're setting up a Vandal Savage Kryptonian, <sighs> that's too much. That's I think that would be reaching. You think? I think that would be reaching. Um, Vandal Savage got to be in this battle. Maybe Vandal Savage got his powers from the scout ship or something he found on the scout ship. I don't know. It doesn't. This is real hard speculation. But uh, it's fun. I'm having a blast with it. I don't think that... I was only assuming that the Guardians from the Skies were just lanterns. You know, just space cops. Yeah. Someone called the cops. Just the one. They called the the one cop. Yeah, uh, not a very good cop, but we'll we'll get to it. Um, We do get, like, this starts with... (laughs) 
Maybe he wasn't dealing um, on Earth and stuff like that. He's got a whole sector. So, like, maybe he was doing his own thing at another planet and was just like, oh, snap. All right, so I guess some tribes are going to go to war. Let me pop over to that old blue marble. Yeah. <laughs> um, the very first shot of this is David Thewlis as Ares. So we do get to see him again. And we actually get to see that this is David Thewlis you know, reprising his role as Ares. We didn't see that in, in the other version. We saw Ares, but they didn't make it a big thing. They didn't really show you that it's David Thewlis. Um, his body double, of course, because that's not David Thewlis entirely, is uh, Nick McKinless. He's a stunt coordinator for a lot of movies, stunt performer, um, for, uh, you know, a lot of things, Alien Covenant, Transformers movies, um, The Witcher even, Horizon Zero Dawn, like, an incredible uh, record of um, stunt performing and stuff like that. Amazing uh, person as well. The, the guy who plays Zeus, though, Sergei Constance, um, his only credits are Zack Snyder's Justice League and uh, the other version of Justice League as well. But I'm pretty sure the guy who plays Zeus is also in Army of the Dead but might be uncredited because um, I feel like I saw him... Um, he's not, he's not Zeus in army of the dead. Um, but I'm pretty sure I saw him in there because it's, I could just tell by the physique. It's like, Oh, okay. They brought back Sergi from who played Zeus in the other movie. Um, and then, uh, then we have here Artemis, the actual Greek God Ar- Artemis, Aurora, uh, Lazaro. Uh, she's her credits as well. The only thing is, is, Zack Snyder's Justice League and the 2017 version. So it was almost like he was like, I need Greek gods, but I'm just going to get like these bodybuilders. Um, and man, do they, they got the Greek impressive. God physique. Uh, they got it. They re- like, Zach was like, this is what my Zeus looks like. <laughs> it's like, all right, dude, that's cool. Um, my biggest question are the hands. All three Greek gods have like these solar powered, hands yeah not just zeus it's not like only zeus has that all the greek gods have illuminated uh like veins and what is that do you think that's just like only power. greek gods have that it's like that's just pure power that they have there yeah um i think that's just the way to like, differentiate them from the rest of the humans i mean it's it's a good it's a good way to show that they are different but yeah i think it's a i think it's a power thing i would very much like to know if anybody has any insight on whether or not uh the mythology behind depicting gods with with glowing hands or anything like that that's kind of cool i'd very much like to to learn that so if anybody has that answered shoot us a text um i do want to mention that it's really cool that the uh model that they used for for zeus the the way he looks is a wonder woman model like that what zeus looks like here that image comes from wonder woman comics not any other greek mythology thing not any other you know pottery thing that 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 shows zeus or anything other depiction of him that is solely from dc comics wonder woman iteration that's really cool it's got like the the the, the the pelt on him and the the skirt i think typically he was naked if i want to say i think zeus most of the time showed up with just like the pelt around his neck 
Um, but you know, he's got some cool, got some cool pants. But yeah. but yeah, the uh, the pelt pretty much. When I first saw it in 2017, I thought it was Hercules because of the pelt, and I thought it was like the yeah. the lion's head, whatever. Exactly. Um, but yeah. then, like, no, you're right. Yeah, I think it, immediately after talking to you when we were talking about this scene particularly, and he did the lightning bolt, I was like, oh, duh, obviously that's that's Zeus. And I feel like I remember I was like, I thought he was Hercules for like a split second, but clearly, mm-hmm. it's Zeus. He um, he looks a lot like, kind of like the Wonder Woman design from like the Brian Azzarello. New Fifty Two Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, it's from New Fifty Two. It was, um, yes, that whole that that it was that arc where Firstborn comes and Zeus has to come down and be like, okay, I gotta stop all. Yeah, yeah, that was that's yeah. the one I'm thinking. I gotta spank of. my child for once. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Um, He's got longer hair. And then I think, Ares has his uh, concept art. This is the concept art Ares that we saw. Um, that was supposed to be in Wonder Woman, but then they went with the other version. They were like, oh, we never got to see. You know, bull skull, um, cow skull Aries. And this is the cow skull Aries that, you know, they were selling action figures of and getting everyone, you know, hyped about Aries going to be in this movie. And then this is how he looks now. So if you guys don't have that, that Aries action figure, I guess now, now would be the time to go get it because it's now it's canon. Now it actually give exists in da- here. We got. Give me a David Thulis action yeah. figure. Uh, Zack Snyder got both. He got he got the OG Steppenwolf and he got OG Ares in in his Zack Snyder Justice League movie. So we got both both big villains, and he he brought back General Zod for Doomsday. So the man is is keeping it all connected. He's really doing the work here to keeping this cinematic yeah. universe like strung along here. Um, I'm I'm thinking to my, myself now. Mm-hmm. I was I'm thinking to myself now this exact moment we're at 10 to like 14 seconds in this minute and it is showing the three gods zeus Ares, and artemis uh at the front lines of all the tribes of men um first off that imagery right there is so incredibly powerful i am in love with that the gods fighting side by side with men and more so just like these tribes of men that probably can barely comprehend what these beings are add in like the fact that they're freaking 10 feet tall glowing hands and just these massive muscles and stuff like that is a very fearsome being right there with all that i think it's really really cool and i am curious the about the 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 way that it's shown of when Ares walks up and he hands Zeus his axe so he can put on his helmet. I think that is a big, big scene. I think that's a great image. Um, the fact that Ares, the god of war, who we are known to have this 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 helmet endowed with these massive horns and this very scary figure, this this god of war, the fact that he is putting on his helmet is like the start like that's the beginning he's like okay i'm here the god of war is here i'm about to go <laughs> off yeah like hold my axe let me put yeah. on my helmet and it's like a ritualistic thing and i think zeus like like knows obviously zeus knows what's about to happen because it's his brother the god it's of war 
Like, no, he called his, his bro son. and said, or yeah, it's, it's his son, the God of War. He said, hey, man, I need you here. I, w- shit's about to go down. I need you here at the mall. It's going down. Bring the helmet. Said, all right, dad, hold my axe. Yeah. Putting this helmet on. I think that's, that it's... image right there is huge. The God of War dressing himself to go to war. That's the original Trinity right there. It is. It really is. That's the OG Trinity. And then, like, they're the only ones left, I would assume, because, I mean, we even see King Atlan is here. He's got the trident. This probably stems from Poseidon, who probably doesn't exist anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. Poseidon is probably just gone. Like, he's dead or something. Something has happened. But that's the thing about Greek mythology is the gods just started dying off. People either stopped believing in them or, or what have you, but or they were just killing each other off. And mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe Ares, you know, the War of the Gods, we're probably at the end of it. Maybe the War of the Gods is still happening, but Ares is like, all right, you know what? I don't like this guy either. <laughs> yeah, I got to deal with this. So we like, got to do gotta... something about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. And yeah, we never got this scene here this clip has never been seen before except for in this movie with Ares you know getting ready for war here I don't even know if we got this clip here of King Atlan and his ships arriving but the Atlanteans um, it has a Norse mythology baked into it like the way these ships are designed the way that they pull into the shore um, I mean this is this stems from Zach's kind of 300 history with the uh, mm-hmm. the detailing of these ships. But that right there, that's that's Norse mythology. Yeah. We're not even at the Atlantis part yet. And that's incredible. You got all these Atlanteans in their armor. They all have shields. Like, yes, everything in the background is CGI, but not, not King Atlan here. And then you have the old Amazons. They all have like the hide and bone structures in their armor. Antiope is back. Queen Apollota is back. They're younger. It's incredible. This is the good stuff. Here's where, okay, so Uxas, I don't know how you pronounce it, Nay, or Uzas, however you pronounce U-X-A-S for Darkseid's original Uxas. name. Uxas. Um, Uxas, I know that's how a lot of people pronounce it. Um, I always used to say Uzas because, like, sometimes with an X, like, it can be interpreted as a Z. Um, so it's always wait, wait, like interesting. Xylophone, how... get out of here! Yeah, like, like the word xylophone. Uh, some people say Uxas. Some people say Uzas. Like they pronounce U as in they pronounce it with an like a accent, if you will. Um, but his spear that he's got here, this is where I was kind of going to throw a theory out here. Um, and we see the glowing on Zeus and like the other Greek gods, you see their hands that are glowing. There's a glow on, on this double-edged spear here. And I'm wondering if that's like old god energy because technically Darkseid is a new god. Um, yes. Could this weapon also be an old god weapon? And that's why it has that same kind of residual energy that's, like, baked into it. Um, it's just something I thought about. Because technically, 
he'd be coming here after killing off his old gods. Kind of like his whole thing, really, right? Um, his origin. So um, we don't see him with this weapon ever again. It actually gets broken later. And I'm wondering if, like, maybe this is a weapon of the old gods that he's um, that he still has on him. But um, it could this be. This is our first glimpse uh, of him. We don't get a lot of it. In that same Brian Azzarello Wonder Woman, I'm pretty sure that Zeus had, like, a double-bladed spear or something like that. Or even, like, Apollo. I don't know. I have to look back because Apollo had a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it could it could be. It's different than it's not the same like yellow lightning that like Steppenwolf has in his electro axe. We know that's different. Every time you say electro axe, I'm like, this sounds like a toy. It is, but it is, (laughs) it is, it is meant to sell action figures, (laughs) and it's very cool. Um, I very I very much do like it. Did they, they should have came Electro out with one. They should have made like a name for an electric guitar. Uh, that's yeah, it's actually a really good one. Yeah, um, right, like a Hangar eighteen type metal band type thing. Yeah. But uh, they should have came out with like a giant Nerf toy electro axe looking thing because they used to do that, right? They used to come out with like swords. They did have Nerf. And they would, yeah, there's Nerf axes. There are Nerf axes and swords and stuff. I know that for a fact. Let me get a let me get a giant Nerf Steppenwolf electro axe that has like the noise when you bonk it. You know, let me get one of those. Why doesn't Why doesn't Nerf make Why doesn't Nerf make like uh, armor helmets and I mean they have like some like they, I mean I know there's like some things you can get like a like a chest plate thing that like has like stickers and like if you you know the the suction cup will like stick to it and it's like that's how you get point kind of like a laser tag thing but like i'm talking like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. give me like a nerf like kickboxing helmet or something i, I don't know nerf uh aries horned helmet and it is bright colored too that's oh, I awesome see what you're saying. like orange and blue yeah. and shit that'd be cool as hell i think uh, i'm trying to think what like the different helmets that they used to make um I remember once they ever. You know what I'm thinking? Like like kickboxing helmets. Yeah, Yeah. exactly, exactly. Man, I wanted one of those helmets so freaking bad, but like they're not good. I mean, I wanted it for like an afternoon, and that was it. When you know they came out with all the new Clone (laughs) Wars stuff that started coming out. Yeah, it was like they had, and they had like voice speeches in it and stuff like that. They had buttons on the side. Faceplate. The Grievous face one. Yeah, even Grievous's little spinny. Yeah, spinny lightsaber. Shitty toy, but spinny blades. Cool. Like I want to play with it for an afternoon. Yeah, I was at Target the other day and I saw that they have um, a Jurassic Park Jeep now, like a big kind of like RC drivable Jeep. And I was like, "Damn, really? That's badass. I want one of those." Yeah, I was like very impressed by it. That's cool as hell. Comes with a Dilophosaurus and everything. There was also a what Doctor Arnold action figure, and it comes with his little ripped off arm and i was like what that's awesome it's great yeah you remember in episode two out. they doing... came out uh, the, the episode two had a Django fett action figure with a little magnet on his head and you could pop it off i, oh, I had that one that was the I, I only yeah. had i remember as a kid i 
there wasn't there was like at least two different Django Fat action figures. One was that one with like the head that could pop off and like his jetpack. Also, you could remove it and stuff. And then there was another one that was just like the full figure. And I never got that regular Django Fett figure. I only had the head popping one. And it was it always annoyed me because his arms were like in like a uh, holding my guns out in front of me standpoint. And if you put them down, they were just like uh, Yosemite Sam or you know mud flap back off kind of thing. <laughs> cowboy yeah yeah it's like i didn't I, and i was always upset and also my Django fed action figure didn't fit into my brother's slave one ship more to that point my obi-wan didn't fit in my jedi starfighter because it wasn't the right one but anyway these are all that that Django fed with the magnetic yeah. hand is kind of cool that'd be cool if the dr arnold had the magnetic arm that you could just pop right off yeah no, I, I, um, yeah, I was, I was in Target because I was looking for that Dawn of Justice 4K and I, it was not there, completely sold out. I was like, nope. I'll never find it. It's so depressing, but I need to, I need to own it. I uh, can't wait to own this movie on 4K as well. Um, and then that's when I noticed that like their Jurassic Park section was actually beefed up a little bit for like the new movie that they're getting ready to start promoting. Um, and Jurassic Park is doing their own Black Series style figures now called the Amber Collection, uh, which is pretty interesting. That's so, cool. If you like dinosaur toys, you should definitely check it out. So, yeah. They have this massive Indominus Rex. Huge action figure. I don't like figure. that dinosaur. Like, I don't know if it's like... I know, but I think it's to be in scale with the human action with figures. The, with the six inch. So I was like, yeah. this thing is... It's a monster of a of a figure. It's huge, um, and then um, they have a spinosaurus as well because uh, the that's cool TV show. Uh, there's a spinosaurus in that show, um, which I started watching, and it feels very much kind of like Clone Wars does, where it's like, oh okay, we started this as like it's for kids, but then it's like oh so this gets real real quick. I'm sorry, um, Jurassic Park place TV during- show. Yeah, it's called Camp Cretaceous, um, and it deals with like kids who are staying in Jurassic World right before the Indominus Rex gets out. Camp Cretaceous was the it's on Netflix. was the is the spotted islands of adventure. Uh, Camp Jurassic is that island, oh, islands of adventure? But Camp, yes, it's supposed okay. to be. It's the idea of that. It's like yes, you're staying at Jurassic Park um, as kids. So, yes, it is supposed to be that. Okay. Um, anyways, really, really good CGI dinosaurs and stuff. Um, but, yeah, that's neither here nor there. We'll talk about more Dark Side tomorrow. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. If you guys enjoyed everything, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 62 of Zack Snyder's Justice League.